Welcome to Chapter 2 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Don Reichert, CIO at the Metro Health System. In this segment, Reichert talks about the customization his team did with Epic to create a true community health record, how he worked with the CMIO to create a vision for the organization and obtain executive support, and what his team learned during the process of applying for and winning a Davies Award. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Improvada, the healthcare IT security company ranked number one by class for secure messaging and single sign-on. For more information, visit their website at Improvada.com. You know, one of the things that we've also done, and one of the few in the country, we have taken Epic and put it in the jail system here. Um, not the prison, but the jail system. They're, they're two d distinct things. So what we found out was, is in talking to the county, if they had a prisoner, they would get their care here at Metro. And uh, it would take two police officers with a car, and they would be here an average of three to four hours. A lot of money being spent in, in what would be considered unproductive time mm -hmm. from an employee standpoint. We've, uh, we've introduced EPIC into the environment. When you think about it, the jail, even though it's short term, there's three different phases of this. There's, there's a ambulatory phase, there's a potential ED phase, and then there's a potential inpatient phase. Epic doesn't sell a, a jail package, but what yeah. we did is we worked with Epic in developing a, a package that kind of takes the best of all three of those modules to work in that area. We have we've set up video, video visits. So, uh, for example, from a, a, a psychiatry standpoint, we can have video visits with the inmate. We do uh, lab tests. We do. I think we're looking at doing radiology tests there as well. You know, once again, it's it's treating the patient. Now, the good thing is is that is something that is um, you know, if a patient comes here at Metro after they're freed from the jail system, they can come here and get their treatment and we have all their medical record information. Right. There's an unfortunate, unfortunate process where they end up back in jail, they have their record again. So, you know, it's truly, it's truly taking things to another level and developing a, a true community record that can be shared. We're having other discussions with the county on other areas too that I can't elaborate on, but um, you know, what other opportunities are there that we can utilize an electronic medical record uh, as information ex is exchanged from different departments within the, the city and the county? Right. I mean, that certainly sounds like what you're talking about is what population health really does mean, but uh, are you set up with anything like a formalized ACO or anything like that at this point? So we do, we do have a, uh, an ACO that it's set up. Certainly we are getting into the population health game. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Epic has a product called Healthy Planet. We have most of the functionality already up and running, and that's just through the process of implementing Epic. There's a few pieces that we still need to install. I know we, we are looking at actually hiring a VP over population health in the, in the near future. Also, because we recognize that this is where everything is going. Yeah. Um, you know, from a contractual standpoint, organizations are also looking to potentially take on more risk. 
And you have to have good numbers. You have to have a good strategy. You have to have good systems. Otherwise, you're going to lose your shirt right. as an organization. And, and, and just put, put the financials aside, it's, it's really now the, the next step in the evolution of the electronic medical record. So you're tying all these different areas together, not only inside but outside the organization. You're able to exchange information electronically. You're able to make better decisions and diagnoses and, and comparative uh, analytics that um, ultimately benefits the patient at the end of the day and keeps them healthy and out of the hospital. Right. And um, this is what the, go- the goal of uh, all of this digitization is, is to, to be able to really, uh, you know, improve outcomes. And, and that means uh, getting outside of the, the walls of the hospital, but as, as you obviously know, not as easy as, as, as that sounds. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, because you have, you have different people, you know, they have different religious backgrounds that mm-hmm. they may um, accept or not accept certain levels of, of health care. Um, you have uh, different levels of people's ability to afford, uh, people's ability to physically even come to a doctor's appointment. Yeah. So, you know, certainly one of the, one of the trends that uh, is talked about in the country, certainly we've talked about it here, is what about the old-fashioned things that were done in the seven, 1700s and 1800s when the doctor came to you? And um, so having medical treatment in the house. With the age of mobility, there's a lot of things that, that you can do uh, and have in your little black bag that can uh, help keeping patients healthy and really in, in trying to find better ways of, of customer service and delivery of care. Um, you see that happening, you know, with, uh, uh, let's say, Drug Mart, Walgreens, CVS, where they have all these minute clinics. Once again, another way to help deliver care in a society that sometimes, in some cases they don't have patients and they want a quick fix. So, you know, we go to a Drug Mart, we get, our, we get what we need, and we get out. That option is there. Looking back at 2015, we actually had an arrangement, or we do have an arrangement with Drug Mart, where we are supplying, uh, it's like a minute clinic, if you will, concept to provide health care. Right. The direction things are definitely going in. Exactly. And um, in looking at things like, uh, you know, business intelligence, analytics, and that there's a lot of focus on, on this, but, you know, what, what that really comes down to also is, uh, you know, being able to, to, to leverage the data to, uh, to have better care outcomes. And uh, it sounds like that that's something that, that your organization has been pretty uh, active in. We, we have um, on a couple different fronts. There was a product called Explorus, actually developed here in, here in Cleveland, and we have nightly dumps of clinical information. And it's interesting, you know, as a physician, you can go in there and, and uh, where, you know, 30 years ago you wanted to do a study on pediatric diabetes and, you know, how many patients uh, in the, you know, Cleveland area are, are, have received care for that. It would take you forever. Yeah. It, was a, it was a manual task. Today, a physician can go into an explorer, set up a report, and in less than a half hour, you can touch a million visits and have the information at your fingertips. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. 
As far as a data warehouse, we've done a lot of analysis. There's a lot of products, a lot of different tools, extraction tools that are out there. Um, we, we look to stay to our core. So we're working with uh, the Epic Corporation in their product called Cogito and um, using that as our basis for clinical analysis of, of information. We are looking at bringing in other things. So, for example, we press Ganey scores are, are critical, you know, to a healthcare organization. We now have that information uh, electronically in the same, I call it garbage can, if you will, of data so that we're able to do cross-mapping and cross-reporting um, in many different ways with the clinical information and what people are saying about their care. You know, we have other aspirations of, of bringing in uh, payroll information, bringing in the true hospital financial information into the mix um, as well so that we, we're, we ultimately are breaking down the silos of data mm -hmm. and we're able to have one repository of data and able to do analytics across multiple multiple forms of data. And once again, it's attributed very much like to the EMR journey. This is not something that you're going to put together in a year and be done. Yeah. The tools are going to involve, the analysis isn't going to involve. You're going to be looking at different types of skill sets. So you, you really are going to start seeing the evolution of a data scientist that have been common in other industries but not necessarily in healthcare. Yeah. So you, you, your world is evolving from what is known as the critical report writer now to a true data scientist who is not only understanding the data schemas and where everything resides and making sure you pick the right data points to get to your, to your answer, um, but bringing some normalcy to the data and how is it set up, bringing some additional analytics to the, to the table that the traditional report writer doesn't bring. So you're, you're definitely uh, upping your game considerably. Great. It's going to be interesting to see that as, uh, as you start to see some of the people get into the field. Exactly. Now, you, you mentioned briefly before the, the Davies Award, and could you just talk a little bit about uh, you know, what, what that entailed and what, why the organization was uh, recognized? Sure. So when I came to this organization about six years ago, I sat down with the CMIO and I said, this organization has the potential to do a lot of great things. They had a lot of the pieces and parts in place. We just needed to have the right vision and the support of the organization to drive, um, drive the business. So I came in and I said, in five years, I want to have this hospital at stage six, stage seven, and, it, and receive the Davies Award. So that was our mission five years ago, five and a half years ago, and we achieved all three of those. Uh, part of it was putting together a strategic plan on what needed to be accomplished, uh, sharing that plan with the organization, and not, not necessarily about the, the, uh, the awards, but clinically and business-wise, where did we want to go? How did we want to leverage the EMR? So that was really the, the message that, that the CMIO and myself wanted to deliver through the organization, and, and we did. I will tell you the, you know, stage six, we weren't that far off. Stage seven was a little bit more uh, difficult. There was a lot of work that a lot of people in IT and informatics 
had to do to to put together the information and tell tell our story. The Davies Award then is the kind of the next level up, kind of like the pinnacle pinnacle award that one can receive. So it's one thing to implement these systems and, and see results yeah. and improve care and your access to information. But the Davies Award takes it to the next level and it's taking all this information and process improvement and systems. And it's really showing how you can truly make a difference in someone's life or a group of people's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, asthmatic group or a, a diabetes is another one. I think we ended up putting together 12 different case studies that showed improvements in, in uh, care, dollar savings to the organization, dollar savings to patients, and you know, truly thinking outside the box to, uh, as I said, make a difference in the lives of the patients that we serve. You know, we, we don't have a billion dollars in the, in the bank. We're a safety net hospital, and, and we work very hard to get the most out of, out of the dollar that we have. Yeah. We had to put together our plan, and we had to pick our poison as to what was the priority, keep ourselves focused, and, you know, from a quality standpoint, show that we're truly making a difference in, in the lives of the people of Cuyahoga County. Um, and we did that. Yeah, the Davies group came in here and they, they spent a day with us. Um, you know, they had reviewed a lot of our casework prior to. Uh, they had additional questions through the process. And, and at the end of the day, they, they tell you right there if you earned it or not. Yeah. It was, uh, it was very rewarding. And we're trying to, we're trying to do similar things and in, in working with industry leaders, not just in healthcare, but vendors. On, on other ways that things can be measured. So, for example, uh, I've been talking with HIMSS and so have many others about data analytics, data warehouse, and can HIMSS develop a, a staged approach similar to what they did with EMRs for data warehousing. We're looking at cybersecurity, which is a hot topic uh, everywhere you look. And, I, and once again, I'm not looking for awards, but from an industry standpoint, it's like building a house. I need a strong foundation. What are the things that I need? And then to get me to the top of my game, what's my path? And I felt that the, you know, the HIMSS analytics group did a really good job of kind of laying out this for the EMR. It was a, a really good guide for any organization to follow, and you can progressively see the, the process. Um, I think too many times people look at this and they're like, oh, my gosh, it's going to cost me $100 million to do this. Yeah. Well, you have to have the right people in place. You have to have the commitment from the top down. You have to be open to change. Um, if you're not, then you're never going to succeed. Yeah. And, you know, that, that can translate into other things that you do, too, in this space. We're, we're always trying to be one step ahead of the process always trying to find metrics or, or things like HIMSS analytics that we can repurpose that can help us not only with the, the sale of the idea and getting the organization to, to commit to what we're selling, but then use it as a path, as a checklist for, for us that are doing the work to make sure that we're focused and we get, get to where we want to end up. Right. 
Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.